Welcome back to Absolute Comics, the show right here that Sal and I get together chatting about all the comic book news going on in the world of comics! <laughs> We've been doing this show for like three, four years now. I don't even know. I'm not even counting. But every Tuesday we get together here on the Comic Story and Podcast Network. That's right. We do this at about 5 p.m. Eastern. We chat with comic creators. We chat about the news. We chat about things in general. That's what we do here. And if you like this type of content and want even more, go check out our, our co-owned channel where we have all that kinds of fun all the time. It's called Absolutely Marvel and DC. And if you just like Sal, don't worry. He does a lot more opinion-based pieces over at Comic Pop Returns, located over on YouTube. And if you like me drinking way too much G Fuel, sponsorship for this episode, use code COMICS at checkout. Go check me out at Ben and Friends, my new gaming channel where I hang out with a bunch of my buds and we become stupid in various video games. <laughs> hey. Wow, I can't believe I didn't no stutter on any of that. Yeah, you didn't... nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Because you've been doing it for so long. This is that's professionals, man. Can I uh, that mic drop? Calling it a day. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> now just do the outro without screwing up and we can end the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what comics have you read lately, Sal? Because I'm not gonna lie, I haven't been able to read many. Because mm. it doesn't load right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will say that Comicsology's phone app is working fine, fine enough. Okay. Uh, so that's the way to do it. Uh, I read the new Punisher uh, from Jason Aaron. It's great. I love it. Dan just gave us a thumbs up from behind the scenes, letting us know that it's amazing. Nice. Uh, She-Hulk is another excellent book. Uh, it's a five-issue miniseries. The art's fantastic. Jen Walters is doing her thing. If you're a big Jack of Hearts fan, I know both of you out there. Uh, both that's of you. Too. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, both of you out there? I, I recognize you. Exactly, because uh, I can't imagine anybody who's like, why haven't they brought back Jack of Hearts yet? <laughs> Maybe because why? But, uh, you know, here we why are. Why would you have Jack of Hearts? That's what I'm saying. Uh, Naomi is a book that came out, and uh, I also enjoyed Batman Killing Time. Okay, I'm looking to see what I was able to read recently. It was mostly I got Spider-Man to load. Uh, Dark Knights of Steel from like two weeks ago. <laughs> that's a great book. That, that I'm there's no doubt in my mind you love that book. Oh, I do love that book. I love the Spider-Man book. I'll tell you that right now. If you have not been following Spider-Man Beyond, yeah, I've like, been reading every issue. I hate okay. It. What? Even with Parker back now? Uh yeah, he's back until like Colleen and Misty like blast through walls and go, We're taking over the book now. What's up? And it's like, there are way too many people in this book. That'll agree with, but I get a feeling everyone but Parker and Mary Jane are going off to that other Ben Riley book that's coming out when the Man, new Amazing Spider-Man number one starts. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen with Ben Riley at the end of this book. Like it's so telegraphed. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, just to make a new character out of him. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'm but, I'm okay with that though. It feels this feels like the redemption arc he needed, and I love oh, that they're yeah. not they're not ignoring the jackal shit. They're mm -hmm. literally like, hey, that was yanked out of his head. Yeah, he doesn't remember that anymore. That's done. And I'm like, that's fine. He doesn't remember Jackal in Vegas, and the rest of you will, but let's let's just all pretend it never happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine by me, because that sucks. Uh, yeah, good for Ben, and good for Ben fans. Like, let them go for it. Um, yeah, I feel I, like, since they're doing a new Amazing Spider-Man number one, yeah. the idea of Spider-Man Beyond was just an attempt to see if they can redeem Ben Riley before resetting the book. Mm -hmm. I because we know we know for a fact Nick Spencer left early ish. Not yeah. I mean I say for a fact, but it's we know it it's, in the sense of Substack came around and his book suddenly came to an ending. Yeah, and he did he gave it a full ending. It was a complete ending. It was fine. Yeah, but rumor has it he was supposed to go to a hundred. Oh, rumor that would not surprise me. I so he that. left early. They needed a plan. Someone threw the Ben Riley idea at them, and they were like, you know what? We'll do this until we do the official reboot with the new writer. Do yeah. Ben Riley, see how it does, and if it does well, we have another Spider-Man that we won't do anything with for three years and ruin. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> maybe they did learn their lesson. Like maybe there will be a Ben Riley Spider-Man ongoing series to go to run concurrently with Amazing, so that you can be like, if you like other Spider-Man, he's over there. And you know what I will say? Here's the because I was thinking more about our statement. If they're going to have other Spider people. Mm -hmm. start doing it like the freaking bat family stop yeah. ignoring them for every time something comes up like yeah. have them team up because yeah. i'm ex i get excited when peter and miles team up 
Yeah. It happens yeah. so infrequently. But the Bat family off does their own things. And then, oh, no, the whole city is under attack. Here's the family. But we have all of these spider people, and they're they're all ancillary, and they don't want to interact. And I'm just like, I why? Know. See, my problem is I hate the spider family. I don't think that Spider-Man and Batman are not the same character. And Spider-Man is... By nature, not like a loner in terms like he was a he was great on the Avengers, but even then he was still like on the outskirts. Like he was still not like he didn't feel comfortable being there. And yeah, I don't I don't like seeing Spider-Man being like, look, it's me and six characters that all have my exact same powers. Let's go do the exact same thing. Like there's I, nothing fun about that to me. I I kind of half agree. Right. I've, if I had the option of the Spider family and just Spider-Man being alone, I would 100 percent go Spider-Man being alone. Right, But my argument is, if we're going to do this, if we're going to have Ghost Spider and Miles and Ben Riley and even Spider-Woman, who is literally the LOL Batwoman of the Spider family, where yeah. she's like, I'm not really a part of you guys, but I share right. your name. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Jessica. Trump, if we're yeah. going to do that, then do it. Because I feel like what we've got now is one toe in, one toe out. Oh, Marvel's time. like, well, we want Spider-Man to compete with Batman, and he, Batman has a fat family, but it doesn't really mesh with Spider-Man. So let's have the existence of it. Yeah, but they never interact. Like, no, it's true. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, even when he, like, I don't mind him interacting with with uh, with Miles, but I also like when it's infrequent. Although nowadays it's almost like it's deliberate. So I don't know oh, what's yeah. going on. Yeah, it's really weird. Well, well, I mean, just case in point, even in Spider-Verse, he teamed up with everyone. And then in the second Spider-Verse, they're like, he's not even Peter, in the damn thing. He's like, Peter Parker didn't show up. Like, what? Yeah. Which which was great for me because it meant I didn't have to read it. <laughs> and I did But didn't. that's what I mean. Like, they're, they're so dead set on keeping Peter away from everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's definitely like a decision that is made from on high. Like someone at like the highest level is like, Peter's a loner. Don't put him. Don't don't create a bat family. Like do uh, well, everything you can, but, with, but without doing it, without actually making it a bad family. I was like, because even in the se- in the second one, he technically was a part of it, but they decided to like the characters had, in the story decided to leave him out because exactly. he was fighting uh, more Lun the whole time. Was yeah, like, he you, had a tie. Yeah, he had a tie in or whatever. Like, like you he, go do your thing. We don't need you. We're gonna deal yeah. with this ourselves. The third one, they didn't even mention him. It was just like, oh, Miles, come on. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fine by me. But. Anyway, yeah. so, that's what I'm reading. How about you? Anything, anything big that you're reading? Spider-Man's yeah. basically it. I'm still digging uh, Task Force Z now that they've kind of explained it. Okay, that is, that is one of the book ideas. Jason yeah. running a team of zombies from Arkham that needed to be explained issue one because it yeah. took four issues to tell me what the hell's going on. And one issue in, I'm like, this is the stupidest idea I have ever seen. And then uh-huh. issue two comes around, and I'm like, you're not fixing it. And issue three comes around, and I'm like. Now Jason's a zombie? What yeah. are you doing? And then issue four rolls around and they're like, here's the whole story. And I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Tiffany read that book too. And she was like, eh. She's like, I don't even know why I'm reading this thing. But she read every issue. <laughs> Once um, they explain the plot and why this is happening and what is going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is pretty cool. Actually, I like the idea now. Yeah, and it's but seemingly it, like connected with everything. Like the Lazarus, whatever the hell they're using, is connected to the Robin book. Yeah, so the that's kind of cool. And yeah. I like that. And now it, it just they needed to explain that in the front, not later. I, I think they were just so high on the idea. They're like, people will buy this, and they won't ask any questions. They'll just enjoy it as it is, and then we'll do their reveal. And they were like, uh oh, people are really crapping on this book because I, I didn't know anybody who was like, I love Task Force Z. I just knew people who are like, Task Force Z is weird and I don't like it. <laughs> so. No, basically what they've gone to explain is the technology they're using is a Lazarus type pill, yeah. which revives you enough to make you brain dead and dependent upon the people who give you the pill. Yeah. yeah. So that allows them to bring in characters like Bane and Man Bat and Arkham Knight and then repeatedly kill them like Suicide yeah. Squad-esque. Right. But then they added another level to it where if you give them enough, they actually get their memories and consciousness back. Mm-hmm. So it's become a whole game of how much do we give them, but how much do we keep away to keep them kind of dependent upon us? Yeah. It's also allowed situations like Jason killing Bane a second time, like him right. getting his revenge and Bane getting up, which is like, okay, cool. Yeah. And now they've elaborated that what Jason is working for is actually a ripped off thing that Two-Face is running because the real one is government sanctioned over here. Yes, that's right. That's right. And I'm liking uh, that. I like that all that twist they brought back. Yeah, no, that's a really that, that I, I like the twist. I like the use of Two Face, um, and I like the connections to other books, which is like 
you know, implying a large DC universe, which is what we want anyway. So that's great. Yeah. What do you do? You think they're going to use the pill or the pit with Robin to bring back Alfred? It's going to be one I of them. I think it's. I think it's got to be some kind of like. I, I think it's got to be the pit, right? Or no, because Robin took the vial with him. I think it's got to be that he's going to like. Maybe he'll. Maybe Batman has like a contingency, like the Lazarus Protocol. Like there's some like unused secret chamber, like in the Batcave that like Damien knows about because he's his son, and he's like, if I use this in conjunction with this. We'll bring back Alfred and it'll work out. They use them both as a way to make it so they can't bring everyone back, but they brought back Alfred. Exactly. Like we can't bring back the Waynes or, uh, you know, whoever is actually dead. I don't know anyone who's really literally dead still, but I mean, all the villains are, but they're all half alive right now. So it's kind of like whatever, <laughs> well, unless you're reading Joker, in which case, Oh no, Bane is alive. Oh, I haven't got to the latest Joker. Is he alive? Oh, in there? oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Is he physically alive? Cause we, well, they, they, they had the female Bane and the whole yeah, point they was Bane is yeah. dead. Ven, you know, vengeance right. is her name now, but they had her and it was like, okay, well, Bane's dead and we've established a new Bane. And I actually yes. liked her character. Her history and origins actually was like, you've actually done something unique with her. You didn't just yeah. say, we got a lady and pumped her full of venom. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, they did that, but also gave her like a, a backstory. So you yeah. care, but yeah, no, it's, uh, they could, they could salvage it. We'll see. Maybe it's connected. I hope it is. Maybe, maybe Joker's just taking place after Bane's fully revived. Cause I feel like at the end of test Force Z, everyone's going to be back. Everyone's right? coming back because of course, because why wouldn't you come on? If you can play with their like resurrections, don't go half ass, bring them all back at the end. Cause that's a way more motivating, like suicide squad, right? Like not that yeah. I get my life back. No, you literally get your life back. You get to live again. <laughs> yeah. If you do these tasks for us, like that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, well, those are the books that we've been reading. I'm trying to get back into reading. It's just very difficult right now. Like the one I want to catch up on is Moon Knight, but I can't get it to load properly. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Um, then, of course, we got Batman and the Imposter. That's just, that, that's still going right now. Yeah, How do you I, haven't feel about that any, I haven't read a single issue of that book. I hear it's good, but I just didn't care. I was like, oh, there's so many Batman books. I'm very selective with Batman at this point. Like I dropped off a of detective. I dropped off of main Batman. Um you know, what do you think I'm, about I'm, uh War on Earth three then? Because that's like a reissue series. Like what? I'm not reading that. Mm -mm. Is this supposed I to be? Read, I, I, I think no it's idea. supposed to be the conclusion to the weird Suicide Squad story arc they were doing. Oh, okay. But Dan, I'm going to pull you in for a second because you can help me answer that one. Is it a continuation of what they were doing in the Crime Syndicate book and the Suicide Squad book? Yeah, if you remember the uh, Future State one, where like Superboy takes over Earth three and he becomes the Superman of that world. This yeah. is the lead into that explaining uh, that Suicide Squad, what they're doing, the crime syndicate on the other side, as well as Rick Flagg and like his all behind the scenes stop Amanda Waller stuff. Uh, okay. It's been okay. pretty solid so far. But cool. I mean, it's got one official issue, doesn't it? It doesn't have like a whole bunch. Uh, it's got two. It's got the it's it's got two parts. It's uh, one of them's in the main Suicide Squad book. And then the other part is in the War of Earth three book. So, OK. Mm. okay. All right. All right. Well, that's that. Bye, Dan. <laughs> Let's go into the news, Dan, that Dan so so graciously got us. I'm going to read these verbatim because he likes to put in jokes. So, it's Dan, true. if you want to edit these and add more jokes in, you're more than welcome to now. Okay. Topic number one. DC announces a new Teen Justice book featuring a mashup of Teen Titans and Young Justice from Earth-11, which is a gender-swapped Earth, including characters such as Aquagal and Donald Troy. This team was last seen at DC's Very Merry, Very Merry Multiverse number one coming in June. Okay. I look. I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight for one second here. Okay? Yeah, yeah. That's not a weird prep for seeing this book, but either sure. way, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of look. Comic books are for everyone, and I've always have toted that they are for everyone, for women, for men, for kids, like across the board. Yeah. But it is a definitive thing that if you have a sexy, strong female lead everyone's going to pretty much buy the book. I mean, that's been the rule since the 90s. Okay, all right, yeah. Where I'm going with this is, we've had a gender-swapped universe for the DC universe for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Why have we not done a book like this that is, that is in that universe using the philosophy of 90s comics where we go, hey, we put in a, a woman in, in spandex, it's going to sell the book. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's Why has this not existed? I'm shocked that there wasn't like we went, let's just do gender bent DC. Like just Yeah, that's what I'm we'll saying. Like 
The yeah. closest we got was the anime universe, which they didn't promote very well. So it didn't mm. get any traction. But I just wondered why we've never had this entire time a super, I guess it was Superwoman and Batwoman, but like the yeah. official gender bent versions of Batman and Superman version. Yes, exactly. Like, why is that Bruce not Wayne existed? A, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, as far as um, why they didn't pursue it, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess because the implication is their universes pretty much carry on as usual, like ours. It's just that the only difference is they're, they're different sexes, but maybe not. I mean, like this is, but what they're doing with this looks like they're, they're merging the teen Titans and young justice into one book. Right. While also grabbing random characters from other, from, from earth 11. I mean, unless that's what, Oh, I see. So it's teen Titans. Is it a mashup of teen Titans? It's the two teams together. If you look at the, if you look at it, because I saw this, I saw this tweet earlier. Looking at it, it looks like we have Robin, we have uh, the Wonder. What are the, is, is Wonder, oh, the Wonder Boy? Twins? I think. No, the Wonder Boy. We okay. have Supergirl, maybe a Super Boy, a Super like that wouldn't oh, fit. So the, yeah, it's weird. If you look okay. at the image, yeah, I'm looking at this now. Oh, I see. All right. I've never, uh, yeah. Wouldn't that, shouldn't possible. that be a super boy? But I guess they're like, well, no, you know what? If that's super boy, gender bent, that would just be super girl again. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, uh, and we got Robin yeah. as a woman and we got Flash as a woman. Yep. It's a full gender bent team. And I'm not against this. It could be a fun book. You know what I mean? Yeah. It depends on who it's marketed to and what they're aiming for. Yeah. I'm just, I'm wondering why it took so long for them to do something like this. I know. No, it's really weird that it took this long, especially. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's insane. But are you excited about it? I love Teen Titans and Young Justice. So I, I want yeah. to do with this. No, I, thought, I mean, like, that sounds fun. I see it's connected with the multi, with, uh, with the uh, multiversity. So. Yeah. You know, hopefully it'll be connected with uh, Incarnate in some way. But otherwise, I mean, if it's just if it's just, if it's just for fun, I mean, sure, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll read that. So, yeah, that's all, all right. I have to say about that. I'm sorry. I mean, there's not much more to say. They announced a book with a cast on it, and we don't know anything yeah. about this universe. Which is what my point is. Why have we we've never explored any aspect of this universe before? No, that's true. It Outside seems like, like such random... an easy way to sell books. You know what I mean? Yeah. Easy. Right. You, I mean, you could easily go with sexy covers over there. You could easily go with storylines that are similar but mildly altered. And then you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. so much, so much possibilities to do a gender-based universe and make it sell. I just yeah. don't know why it took so long to have something. No, it's it's weird. It's I get. I don't know. It's weird because it's. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. There's there's a lot of potential for sales, uh, which is yeah. the reason they make these books. So yeah, they don't make Batman because of a passion for Batman, guys. They make 80 Batman books because you all buy them. That's so exactly do I. Right. I buy double copies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Next up, we got the Moon Knight social media embargo has been lifted and early reviews are in. Toting the new Moon Knight show is possibly one of the best MCU shows ever. Uh, yep. Not much news on it. I'm just excited. That's Dan's words, not mine. But I am also excited. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am very excited as well. Uh, I... Given the MCU shows we've gotten, WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye, um, and What If, right? That's that's all of them. Uh, Moon, Loki. yeah, yeah. WandaVision, Loki. Then it was Star Wars shows around that. Exactly. WandaVision, no Loki. Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon Winter Soldier. God, yeah. Uh, Everyone forgets it exists. Don't worry. And I loved it. Like I really <laughs> like that show. So I I'm, I feel bad. But um, Moon Knight being the best. That's tough because I really enjoyed uh, I really, really enjoyed um, Falcon Winter Soldier. I kind of enjoyed Loki. I really enjoyed WandaVision. And I uh, yeah. And and this is uh, I hope it's great. I mean, like the, the reviews are in, you know, whenever they whenever they lift the review embargo and like the only reviews come out that are like positive. That seems suspicious to me. That always sounds like, yeah, the review embargoes in for people who got to see it early, got gift packages from Disney yeah. and to uh, enjoyed the movie or show um, the real reviews will be in or the very, when I say real reviews, I mean the, the, the community reviews will be in yeah. uh, when the show drops. And when that happens, then you're going to see a, a more like honest portrayal of what the, sh- of the average acceptance of the show. Um, I hope it's and great. I do want to say, Fun fact behind the scenes, little stuff for you guys. Yeah. Sal and I did not get the early review copies of it. Yeah. What the hell? 
And this has been an ongoing problem for years where Comic Story and Comic Pop and Comics Explained have never gotten those behind-the-scenes things. No, no. We launched a great channel called Absolutely Marvel in DC with the entire purpose of talking about shows and movies. So you send it to us. So if you're watching this, Disney Plus people, we made a whole channel so you could send us things. <laughs> yeah. No, we. I, I've uh, occasionally I'll get on a list with some stuff. And the stuff I got ain't that. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. I don't have Disney Plus access to like, early. Like, you know what I got? I got better Nate than whatever the hell. Better Nate than ever or something like that. Some, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not watching that. Moon Knight. Give me what Moon are you Knight. doing? That's what I'm saying. We made a whole channel so that you, so we could talk about the shows all the time so you guys have a reason to send us stuff. And I know you're watching D Disney Plus executives. <laughs> oh yeah, huge fans of the show. Which we're on the big screen it. TV in the in the conference hall. They're like, guys, Absolute Comics is starting. Get in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they wanted to watch Moon Knight early. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, that's also why Dan and I are launching Comic Story and Unfiltered. Uh, it's just going to be all theories and stuff over there. S something will get me early access to Disney Plus. It's all <laughs> if I achieve that, I retire. Telling right. you right now. Everyone, if I get early access to Disney Plus because of these channels, I'm retiring. If I disappear from every podcast and video, I got early access to Disney Plus. <laughs> That's right. I'm watching all the shows before they come out. <laughs> all right. Next up, we got adding even more Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, Mutant, and X-Men rumors. Halle Berry has returned to her shorter Storm haircut. Here's the thing, right? Um... I feel like uh, if they're going to Professor X, there's no doubt in my mind Professor X is in the multiverse of madness, right? right? And that it's Patrick Stewart. Like that's no doubt in my mind. So we got that. That's that's Joe Friday. We can put that aside because it's just the facts. But when it comes to this, someone. Uh, so okay, you could you could do one of two things in the Professor X cameo, right? You could either have Professor X come out in a CG yellow hover chair which is, I think, a crowd pleaser. Or you could have a fan favorite, a beloved original Brian Singer Universe X-Men cast member push the wheelchair. Yeah. And if you're going to go for the latter, it's either going to be Wolverine or Storm. And I... Right? I, I, I get what you're saying. I 100% agree with you on that, okay? We'll yeah. probably make a full video on this later. But... <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're absolutely Marvel at DC. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't now. I get what people are saying about James McAvoy. I even get with Sophie Turner. That was yeah. back in January. Right. This movie drops in May. Right. So I think she just wanted to change her hair. Now I could be wrong, and maybe this is when yeah. they could fit her in to then shove it into the movie. Mm -hmm. But that would be some real late reshoots. Yeah, that's to get Halle Berry in there, and because I just checked that link, she posted the haircut March fourteenth. Right. That was so that yesterday. Mean, yeah. So that means for the, for that color, the, the color dye to be that vibrant, coming from someone who has dyed his hair before, the yeah. purple, she got that. If she did that for that movie, that's been like that for a week. Right. So that means that they would have had to film it within a week or we would start to see it grow out and it would start to not look right. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to do reshoots this close to the release and get it worked in. No, I don't think so. I mean, unless it's an old photo, like unless she held on to that photo and waited until now to post it. According to this, her post is, this is for all my beautiful fans that have wanted my short hair back. This is for you. Mm. But it is dyed white. Like, <laughs> like yeah, she, well, here's the thing. She is. You can tell from the photo. She is at like a CW premiere. So yeah. just find out where this picture was taken and then you'll know when it happened. Uh, but Either way, I mean, if it is for a Multiverse of Madness cameo, you know, they could they could easily. I mean, the fact is, Nick Fury was not in the scene with Tom Holland in Far From Home. They shot him against a green screen. He's not even holding a gun in that scene. So, yeah. like, you, you could have, hell, you could have no one uh, bring Professor X out to the scene. And then have Professor X, like, you know, and every like the Illuminati go off screen and then have a shot over the shoulder for a stunt double for Patrick Stewart. 
and have him go like, oh, hello. And then Storm walks in, you know, and be like, yeah. oh, Professor, you done with your meeting? Like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and it's just she came out of a, you know, green screen wall and that's it. We just put that in. Boom. Um, and, and I don't deny it could be the case. Like, I'm not. Yeah. They could easily cram as with the way digital age works. You could cram it in. But yeah. I just I think it's just too close. I don't know why they would bother at this point unless they're really just like get everyone humanly possible into this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm inclined to agree with you that it's just a coincidence. Um, but also, the even our chat is like, well, she could have worn a wig. Yeah, and you're right. But then why would she dye her hair this close? If she yeah. wore a wig back then, but then cut her hair, that doesn't make much sense. You know what I mean? Like, no. Well, hey, I, I wore a wig in December, and then in March, I cut my hair short to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, exactly. The other thing is, like, you know, it, it's it's a pretty severe hair change. So it's like... Do, For a cameo. She, right. Like, it. well, is she working? Because, like, here's the thing. If she's going to be in, like, Multiverse of Madness, you cut your hair. But if you're, like, making a movie maybe, like, three weeks from now... Do you cut and dye your hair to a point where you need a wig to be able to do this other movie that is not you as Storm? I'm seeing if she's slotted for anything this year. Uh, no, she's done nothing since COVID started. Okay, well there you go. Then maybe, maybe it's just for fun. Maybe it's because she just loves being Storm, and maybe it's because she's in the movie. But yeah, I, maybe, they, maybe they are going to cram it in. But the movie was originally supposed to come out in March. Yeah, and we know they pushed it back for. We don't know the reason, but the we all think it's. Yeah. Batman. They don't want to compete with Batman. That's all it basically well, comes down that's to. A, 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 and good, good form. Like, yeah. don't do that. Um, but also, but I just don't. I don't see them working in last second extra. Well, we pushed it back two more months. Why don't we just do more cameos? Hell, yeah, you free. I, <laughs> I, I actually wouldn't be surprised because I believe <laughs> I believe that Marvel doesn't have nearly as much faith in <laughs> Doctor Strange as they act like, and I think they're like, listen, uh, you know, we could have just made a really cool Doctor Strange movie for like eighty million bucks. But uh, let's make a $250 million Doctor Strange movie that has every single cameo you could possibly imagine in it because yeah. the No Way Home effect, because Sony made that Spider-Man movie. Like, that's not really ours. That's Sony's movie. So yeah. like, we need a counter to the Spider-Man effect. And how will we do that? Well, we're going to have every other Marvel character show up in this Doctor Strange movie because we don't care about Doctor Strange as a character. And he, you know, he, what's he going to do? He's, you know, he's going to become Sorcerer Supreme again. He'll be sad. He yeah. doesn't have a girlfriend uh, at the end of the movie, you know, whatever. So the rest of it could just be choked with cameos and references and stuff. And uh, I mean, America Chavez seems to be like one of the main characters of that movie. That's a character that like could get their own story or a Disney plus show or whatever. But instead she's going to be jockeying for, for screen time against yeah. the titular character. <laughs> so it shows that Marvel's like, I don't care about Doctor Strange, whatever. Just shove them all in there. So they're like, oh, we have two more months. Oh, who didn't we get? You know, yeah, I can I, imagine. And you Foggy might be right. Like, Especially right? if Halle Berry's not slotted in for anything. And they're just like, hey, do you want to come back and make like a two-second line cameo? Exactly. Storm? I mean, yes, right. you might. Be, I'm not saying it, there's no way in hell it's going to happen. I'm just saying I don't I don't think it's likely. That's all. Yeah. No, I, 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 I want to believe. I hope it's not likely. I hope it's just a coincidence. Because not that I don't like her or her. as, But I'm like, enough. Like, yeah. let's, let's enjoy Multiverse of Madness as a really cool movie that has like maybe one Illuminati cameo in it. Like, let's move on. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I do want to because someone asked, why would you want to compete with Batman? It's simple. You if you compete with Batman with Dr. Strange, one of them is going to win. And if an MCU movie comes out to compete with Batman and then loses to Batman, that's just not going to look good. It, it yeah, the optics look, of that, because you're because yeah, they're competing studios. Those guys are they are fierce competitors. And, uh, you know, even if like, look, if they released a Dr. Strange movie a week before or after Batman, guess what? I'm seeing two movies that week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm seeing Doctor Strange and Batman, but not everyone is. And for a lot of people, movies are expensive. A lot of people have kids. It's hard to wrangle. Plus, neither of those movies are probably appropriate for kids anyway. So you can't drag them to the movie. Uh, it's it's, it's just, it's just they don't they don't some people. It's going to be a choice, and they don't. Want, but and if it's a simple situation of like, okay, do we want people to go see Doctor Strange or Batman? Do, right. do we want them to pick, or do we want to bump Doctor Strange a couple of months? And, and then there's no there's, there's no contest, and then we're just going to look at who gets the most box office opening. Yeah, like that's what it comes down to. Exactly. Yeah, like if it so, was a Superman movie, I could see them competing. A Wonder Woman movie, I could see them competing. But Batman, they're like. Batman 
that's the number one, right? Like, yeah. yeah, if it was if it was any other DC property, Marvel go would go, let's 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 bring it on. Like, let's do it. If it was Aquaman, they'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. take because it wouldn't be for Marvel's approach. They wouldn't be like, uh, let's compete with Aquaman. They'd be like, let's take down Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, with Batman, though, it's like, I don't want to lose to DC. And that, that I think that's what it is. They may or may not have won. We don't know. Doctor Strange might beat it out with enough cameos, but they don't they don't want to test that. No. <laughs> no, instead, instead they'll dominate June. Yep. Or whenever it's May. coming out. May, May. It's May. I'm sorry. I, I yeah. they'll, they'll just own that whole month. So Yeah, exactly. All right. So moving on, we got Nicholas Cage has spoken out about wanting to play a villain in the Batman universe, and which villain in particular he who's interested in portraying Egghead. Surely with an evil mastermind plot to steal the Declaration of Independence, Dan. Dan's laughing off screen because he's like, Bendy said he's gonna read my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's Nicolas Cage talking out of his ass. Yeah. Just like, just like if you, if you talk to Pattinson, he's like, Oh, my favorite villain's condiment King. Like, yeah, they're not going to make a condiment King. Like it's just, it's just for fun. You know, it's them being, being cheeky. Uh, I don't blame Nicolas Cage for wanting to be in anything, you know? Uh, But uh, I, I'm not interested in egghead. Uh, I could think of probably at least a few different characters that would be more fun to see Nicolas Cage play. Uh, he is a really good actor, so I, like I'm, you know, we, he's made us forget, but he is really good, and uh, so it would be it would be cool to see him in one of these movies. But uh, I think he's just messing with us. Yeah, one hundred percent. Also, I do think Nicolas Cage has just gone insane in general. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you seen I mean, his latest movie where he's playing he's Nicolas himself? Cage? <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I think that's a brilliant move for him. I think it's a great idea, especially because like Pig was a really good movie where he's really good in it. Yeah. Like as an actor, he's not just being Johnny Blaze from Ghost Rider 2. Like he's he's just doing his he's just being an actor. It's really cool. So, so. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. Next up, we've got Punisher number one released last week, and I'm trying to find it in a thing so I can open it to remind myself to read it, but due to the new <laughs> comicsology system, I can't freaking find this thing. Uh huh. Yeah. That's it's right. showing well, it me Punisher out. Soviet, which I don't think is appropriate now. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably not. No. Uh, that's why I'm ending that joke. It's not even really mm-hmm. a joke. It's just, no, it's I, not literally, even just... I literally typed in Punisher and it goes, Punisher Soviet 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Like, <laughs> No. I don't think I want to read that right now. Thank you, though. Exactly. Uh, I can't find the new one, but what do you think about it? Because it shows Frank Castle with it. his new skull emblem, as well as uh, a story about how he got it, why he used swords, not guns, and yep. how he's become one of the main killers in the assassin group, The Hand. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I think, because here's the thing. With, with Frank, you know, when Garth Ennis isn't writing Frank Castle, Marvel is like, what the hell are we going to do with Frank Castle? You know, and because yeah. because if you put Punisher in the main Marvel universe, you have to give him something to do. You can't just do what you did in the 80s where it was like, Frank's just going for it. And how about six Punisher series all at the same time? Where, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and every single book is just him writing in his journal and shooting people like, OK, I, I guess. But, you know, in, in a world where every book has to be the biggest effing thing ever there's no way Punisher wouldn't be like, I'm going to Latveria and I'm killing Dr. Doom, which by the way, that's my pitch for a, for a Punisher book. It's called Punisher get doom. And that's the (laughs) book. Uh, And obviously I want to read Doom at the end, but like, you know, or he kills a doom bot or whatever. Like there's a way to do that, but like Punisher should just be killing everybody. And actually I think Hickman's the only one who did it where he's like in Canon Punisher kills every villain. And then the world ends and they reboot it. But, uh, uh, it's hard to do something with Punisher. And so when Marvel is like, well, we got to do something. With, we we want to do something with Punisher. We turn him into a Frankenstein monster or we turn him into an angel who shoots light rays or, you know, we turn him into Captain America or some variant thereof. Yeah. Like we, we do, we, it's Punisher, but, or Punisher. And he's like, he's like a improv troupe with this. It's Punisher, but he runs the hand now. And it's like, that's kind of cool. Especially in the execution, any, a, a lesser writer, would have botched this big time. And I hate Aaron's Avengers run. So there's a possibility he could botch it, but Aaron's great when he's on, when he's on one character and he's doing like a study on that character and he's pushing it, you know, like Aaron does violence, gore, misery. Like he does Wolverine. Great. He will do Frank. 
justice. And it's and it's so far, it still feels like a Punisher book, even though you know, Punisher fights hand ninjas and then runs them, and now he's wielding swords. I mean, it's you know, if you told somebody who doesn't read comic books that that happens, I'm sure they'd be like, boo. But I mean, if you read it, it's actually amazing. And it's like the art's fantastic. And yeah, does he change the logo? Sure. You know who else changed the logo when he joined the hand? Friggin' Daredevil. So there's continuity of that being a thing. Right. The that doesn't sound terrible to me. It actually sounds like a like you can still do like a Punisher Max where it's classic Punisher shooting up people. Yeah. But my big problem with Punisher has always been he doesn't fit in the continuity of the universe. He has to no. be separate. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the issue because you can't have a guy running around with multiple guns, mass murdering people, and then Captain America's like, I just turn a blind eye to the Punisher. Right. How come like, Thor <laughs> didn't hit this guy with his hammer? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Because because like even Deadpool's like, okay, I'll give up because the good guys don't shoot. Punisher's like, no, that's my thing. I'm going. That's <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> And they did a book, Punisher versus Dare or Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, so I, I know I, I like this better, in my opinion. Yeah, because you can still do the out of continuity normal Punisher stuff, Punisher that we know from a kid. Yeah, but he's just he doesn't work in Marvel, and that's why he's always been such a problem. Because it, it, well, you, yeah, literally, you have Spider Man who's right, who, who just argued with Daredevil for accidentally killing a guy. Yeah. <laughs> And he ignores Daredevil, just mass murdered the whatever family. Like, <laughs> right. Now, honestly, I mean, like, Punisher is a Spider-Man villain. Like, when he first debuts, he's in a Spider-Man book. Spider-Man has a problem with Frank. Every time, up until a certain point, every time Spider-Man interacted with Punisher, he's like, I'm taking you down. Yeah. And that was always, like, a fun interaction. It was always fun to see Frank go, like, oh, God, this stupid kid's going to try and kill me or kick my ass, and I got to get out of here. Um daredevil same deal i love punisher in the marvel universe because i like seeing him interact with the with those characters and you know like everybody has their their wheelhouse when they love comic books or they love superhero comics in particular they're like i love gods well here's your thor book or i love street level it's like oh okay here's your daredevil book but like he still has a radar sense and he's got a healing factor and stuff but like no no no. frank is sub street level frank is regular guy flak jacket no no rogues gallery like that's kind of fun. And he, and he, and he works for that kind of, uh, kind of fan. Um, this, I think el- not elevates Frank as a character, but it elevates him to a status where more people might want to read a Punisher book, which yeah. is pretty dope. And, uh, but also got a ton of headlines by changing everything around, which is what exactly. Punisher really needs. Cause he doesn't have a show and rumor has it. They're they're Like of all the shows being moved over to Disney plus, they're still re- going to reboot Punisher. Yeah. So they're like, mm, like we got all the the all the shows from Netflix, but yeah. uh, Punisher is gonna stay out of cut. We don't want that. We Punisher's <laughs> pretty extreme. I mean, like those 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 that show is incredible, and I love it. And I think it's I think it still works in the MCU. Like I still think like you could just go, especially because like here's the thing that the MCU isn't gonna do Punisher right, or at least if they do, he's gonna show up and be not neutered, but like you know the other characters are gonna go like, uh, no, you know, or not since the Avengers are all murderers, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I think it works because Frank's story is in his show, which is extremely violent and like messed up. But like, if you're just an MCU fan and you don't want that kind of gore or violence, you're not going to watch the show. Like, well, I think it works that, in the I MCU. Think it's safer because, being over there. Yeah, I 100% agree because in the MCU, it's not, I don't know. The MCU is, doesn't have as big and sprawling issues as the comics do. Mm. We still don't have that many superheroes in the MCU. It's not yeah. it's not odd that Punisher will just never run into them. That's true. That's but in the true. comics, we have like 50 superheroes in Hell's Kitchen. Like yeah. <laughs> yes, no. Frank should run into a lot of them. But like when he's used properly, when they address it, Zadarsky's treatment of Punisher in his Daredevil run, Chef's Kiss. Oh, I loved uh, it. Yeah, it was great. So like, and, and the other thing is, you know, yeah, like should Spider-Man like slam into Thor every time he's swinging around? Like probably, but he doesn't because I'm writing a Spider-Man book. You know, like the reason why they don't run into each other is because convenience, because it's, because it's fake and we can just tell him whatever we want. You know, when I want Punisher to run into these characters, he will, you know, when he doesn't, I don't want that. So we won't do that. You know, like that's, that's enough. Um, But I, I'm, I'm digging it. And uh, I, I, I also find it interesting because like, you know, there's the whole sculpt controversy and it it doesn't look like they're shying away from it at all because so far at least on the first two covers 
that skull is front and center. And in I think the pages it's all of the book, to try to get rid of it. I think it's just he had a fun idea that changes the logo. That's it. And then, yep. and then, of course, you got all the people that like to argue that everything is woke nowadays. They're like, yeah. oh, Marvel's changing it because alt right is using the skull. And I'm like, maybe nah. that was a talk they had. I won't deny that. But yeah, they're that, not. They don't. No, if, if anything, Marvel went. Boy, people are people are uh, really talking about the logo. If we change the logo, we'll sell more books. Yeah, they don't. That's give a it. Crap that, about who that's, uses that, it or co-ops it. No, they don't. They don't <laughs> because Disney has like the best lawyers ever, and they could easily like quash that if they wanted to, mm-hmm. uh, but don't. So that's that. But you know, if, if you're curious about it, I highly recommend it. If you've never read a Punisher book or you're only slightly tangentially connected with Punisher, you can still read this. If you've never read Punisher, if you love Punisher, you can still read this book and it's still awesome. It's only the first issue, but it's still dope. And it pays a lot of like respect to what came before. Like the opening two pages are the slaughtering of his family and, and him getting shot and the EMS just being like, what is like, they, they thought everybody's dead. And then like, Oh my God, this guy's still alive like what is keeping this man alive like who right. is this man and then you open it up again and it's an image it's a collage of every image of the punisher from his origin to now like every incarnation of a punisher comic book is in this collage as if to say like who's this guy this is the punisher and now we're doing this okay there's yeah. one person in the chat who keeps bringing up the white dragon thing and they need to stop it because like you're either you saw some youtube video where they're saying that or you are fixated on it in a weird way and you need to knock it off because like, it's not like, does it look like a dragon? Um, the hand worships a demon dragon thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't look like the, it doesn't even, it, honestly, it doesn't it, even matter because it's DC and Marvel. The two totally separate brands. Yeah. They, and the white dragon like is the white dragon. Wasn't anybody until the no. beginning of February. Exactly. Like, no, no, it no one even knew what the white dragon was until he popped up in Peacemaker with the suit right. that showed up for one episode. Right. But like <laughs> trying, you're, you're trying to pollute the argument and you're trying to pollute the conversation and I'm not going to let you do it. Like I'm, I'm yeah. sick of it. I'm sick of hearing it where someone's like, Hey, I'm making a legitimate point. And they're like, um, let me just, let me just drop the word not seen in this conversation there. Now I've won the conversation. Like, well, no, I mean, it's a conversation. It, it, even, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to tolerate it. But the only thing I was going to say about it, just so we could end the conversation is, yeah. Even even if it looks close to it, right? Okay, it looks close to the design DC made for a, a character that showed up in February. Marvel didn't see that, right? It's not like they saw that eight months ago and they're like, you know, it'd be cool if we just kind of lifted that whole idea, put it on top of the Punisher. Yeah, let's like yeah. subtly make people think, like let's let's subtly make people associate the new logo with anti, like with with anti semitism or something. Like, yeah, no, that's 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 part of some like that's part of a conspiratorial concept that I'm not going to dignify with any further discussion. Yeah. Uh, but this book is dope and the art is great. And if you, if you aren't like, it goes, it goes back to what I told Donnie Casey the other day, cause he was talking about some people that like to create arguments. And I'm like, oh yeah, you just God, want to avoid yeah. those because at the end of the day, those type of people look for the smallest little thing that is out of context, which is what this white dragon thing is. Yeah. You take it out of context and yes, it looks like a Nazi ish kind of thing, but right. if you leave them all in context, you know, what's actually going on. It's the same exactly. thing with a lot of people like to take arguments. They're like, I'm great at debating. No, all you did no. was get me riled up what looked for one sentence that out of context makes your point valid. And now we're fighting about that. That's not exactly an argument that's you being a jackass. So that's why I don't talk to you. (laughs) And we're not talking about the person in the chat anymore. We're talking about like the hypothetical person who's making the argument that like, they're a great debater because they're a, they're a conversational terrorist. Like, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. The person in the chat is a long-term fan and we appreciate your support, but yes, we do. We're not trying to pollute these arguments or we don't want to have a long discussion about that. So, right. And I, and I saw it in the last, like I I talked about this yesterday and I saw the same, some, one person made the same point and I was like, it's, that's, I, maybe that was a one-off, but I see it again. And I'm like, I want to quash this right away because I think that's really stupid. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I'm sick of hearing about it. And it's like, let's just not like, and, and let's get ahead of it by saying, by just being like, Hey, I hear what you're saying. No. Yeah. And then just move on because it's okay. It's okay to say no to something. It's okay to be like, yo, uh, that point you're making, there is no point and it's not worth discussing. Yep. So no apologies to the the guy in our chat. He's a long term fan. We do know. Yeah, yeah, no, Thank he's you cool. So much. Yeah, he's cool. And I know that it wasn't from just, a place of malice, but I'm like, don't like. Let me let me like let me was, just nip that in the. There's a reason we didn't bring up the name. It was so that exactly. Sal could squash the point without calling somebody out. Because that's so. the thing is like sometimes you can bring a like 
whether they mean to or not. Like there's some folk who are de- who deliberately like try to devil's advocate conversations. Like someone's having a play. It, you know who it is. You know, you're having Thanksgiving dinner and everyone's here. There's like tensions are high. And then one person goes like, you know what I think? And they're just trying to stir the pot. Like, yeah, you're not welcome here. Not you, but I'm saying like the people who are trying to just dis- disrupt the conversation. And it's like, don't do that. <laughs> like, all right, let's just, let's move on from it. Anyway. Uh, all right. Next up, we got the uh, role of Rachel Zegler. His mysterious role in Shazam has finally been revealed. She is going to be playing Talkie Tawny, the anapomorphic talking tiger. Yes. Wait, I didn't know. I thought Tawny was just a tiger. When did it become anapomorphic? Yeah. Sometimes it's a tiger. Sometimes it's like a person who walks around as a tiger, it- like a tiger person. <laughs> I thought it was just their pet tiger. Oh my god, it is a person in an outfit. Yeah. If you're by the way, if you're if you're wondering who Rachel Ziegler is, she was in West Side Story. Uh she played Maria in West Side Story, which is an again a movie I didn't watch, but uh I did look this up because I was like, putting the tiger person in the movie. Okay. Well, now I'm confused because Rachel Ziegler is obviously a woman, and the only versions I'm finding of Talkie Tawny is a dude in a suit. Yeah, no, no. Tawny is normally a dude, but they're what making are we a doing? Movie. They're making him a girl. They're making they're making Tawny a girl, which I'm like, all right. Okay. I is this I, like when is this like when Zootopia came out and they're like, we weren't aiming for the furry crowd, but we're welcoming you all with open arms. <laughs> you liars! You liars! <laughs> you don't make a movie like Zootopia without being aware of what that is. You you can't. There's a that's, there's that's element what I feel in Zootopia. Like they're like. I, 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 dude, I just picture this right now. WB executives and like whoever's directed this is like, all right, so we're going to have the talking tiger. tiger in it. They're going to be an anthropomorphic ripped guy. Who's right. going to be a tiger. Dave Batista or something to play yeah. the tiger. Yeah. And, and, and like, like, and I'm just picturing the executive being like, what if we gave it boobs? Like, what if we give the tiger boobs? Like, <laughs> there's an audience for that. I'm just yeah. saying. Right. <laughs> poor, 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 poor David Sandberg's like, I mean, we could do that, <laughs> but why? And they're like, well, you know what? Let, let us worry about the why. Yeah, th- th- there's a subset of our culture that we don't really want to bring up too often, but uh, we think they're going to like it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, those the mouse did it. They made a whole movie for them. <laughs> Have you seen the rabbit? Rule 34 of that. Don't Google that. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Let me tell you something. In Zootopia, in that movie, they take a drug that makes them go feral. That's like, no, that's a thing. Like that's just so cor- like, like, no, <laughs> I black Knight, One of our viewers here, uh, he's saying he's got to be trolling. She must be playing a God kind of, oh. I kind of want to see it in way. It's in an article. So Dan, Dan didn't make this up. It's in no. an article. He did say it, but Hey, listen, if Sandberg's trolling, that's awesome. I'm jumping in. Uh, this was actually, it was released as a video. I I mean, he could have edited it, but it's from the director and it's a Twitter poll and he's got his phone out and he looks at it and it's like, Rachel what Zegler, who's she yeah. going to be playing? He moves it to the side where he's looking at the script and it says Tawny. Okay. And then a line and then goes back, clicks Tawny the, clicks, uh, Tawny the Tiger and so that was the leak where yeah where cbr got it from Mm -hmm. Mm. so that's that's where that came from was actually the guy who has the script posted that out there okay all right it could be a joke it could not be a joke either way uh uh uh, go for it there i have zero (laughs) expectations for shazam 2 outside of it being steeped in jeff johns's lore but uh fine you know i am gonna cover it i don't care we have one person being like, I feel like this guy's is new. I'm going to state this because this when this video goes out on YouTube, it will be a little bit later. But yes. someone's like, oh, you guys act like this is new. Uh, the tweet was March 14th. The CBR article is March 14th, and it is March 15th. That is news. Yeah, like- that's news. <laughs> it's, it's breaking. Uh, although, um, or they're talking about our our confusion about furries, which is not new, but true. Oh yeah, uh, no, no, I'm not confused. I just watched I just watched a funny cartoon, not a cartoon, but it was like on Twitter, like a hand yeah. run, yeah, and it yeah. was got turned down for a job again and it shows him drawing a bunch of stuff and then going to two furry people and he presents the drawing. Like, 
And the ongoing oh, yeah. joke, the ongoing joke between me, Dan, and Houston right now, because I'm getting my artwork back up and focusing on that, is yeah. that if Comic Story ever goes tits up, I'm drawing furry porn and selling it because it's worth like a fortune. Like <laughs> I, I, I knew somebody who did that for not a living, but like it definitely got them like after they graduated college, they uh they needed the job and they needed the work. And it wasn't it wasn't furry porn, but it was it was something odder, but similar. Yeah. Like he'd draw your fur avatar, but laying an egg. Hey, if you could cater to a niche, man, that's <laughs> it. They'll pay through the nose. Yeah, for that's it. that's. I'm doing my artwork again, and that's been the ongoing joke between me and Houston. Like, you know, if Comic Story never ends, I'm drawing furry porn. <laughs> Listen, because because like the thing is, it's predicated on something that just doesn't exist in reality. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to, you know, you're either gonna pay for it or you're gonna learn how to draw. <laughs> like, those are your <laughs> options to get it. I like this comment. What is this podcast turned into? <laughs> That's what the show. Welcome to Absolute Comics, baby. Uh, long-term viewers know what this podcast is turned into. What it is every yeah. week. All right. Exactly. Last, last topic. Last, bit, last topic. A new Harley Quinn animated series spinoff is in development at HBO Max. It's going to be starring Kite Man. Hell yeah. It is described as Cheers with Bat Villains. Okay. I If, if Kite Man is Sam then that's going to be awesome. Because uh, at, at first I was like, I don't care enough about Kite Man or this version of Kite Man to get a whole show. But if it's just like kind of a one-off episode of Harley Quinn, because like I could imagine a whole episode where it's just cheers. Like what's Kite Man up to? Kite Man runs a bar in, the, in Gotham and the villains go there. And, you know, he's, he's you know, he's Ted Danson. Like, okay. But if you're going to make a show out that. of that, I want a show. That's a show. All I right. want a show. I want a show. And I want it. I want like a, a ripoff of the Cheers theme song. Oh, yeah. Like somebody, <laughs> somebody said Bane is the norm for Kite Man. Yes, he better be. Oh, he's <laughs> just sitting at the bar. Yeah. Ah, Kite Man. <laughs> I'm going to blow up this bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part of that freaking show. He's so. Oh, amazing. I love Bane. Yeah. So funny. Where everybody hates your fans. <laughs> See, there we go. Yeah, I'll watch uh, that. I'm, hopefully, I don't have to wait three years to get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. What are, what's going on with the new season of Harley Quinn? Because didn't they? I don't know. Don't, they were like, "Hey, it's coming out." And they're like, "Look, we've got sketches." <laughs> like, I love how they in in the fandom they were like, "It's going to take like at least another year." But they animated those characters saying that, and I'm like. Why didn't you have the actors come out and save the budget and time and animation and put it into making the show come out a week or two earlier? What is this? Uh, that was weird because it was fully a uh, fully animated. Fully animated. Like what? It was a doing? couple of minutes too. It wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like thirty seconds. It was like at least two minutes. What? That's yeah. like that's like thousands of dollars. <laughs> it's insane. But that being said, I do love that show, so I'm down. Like I'm yeah. down whenever they're ready. We'll be reviewing it on absolutely Marvel and DC. Hey, there you have it. See, I know how to promote. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode, Sal. It's been good hanging out with you. I'm sorry that I missed Damn. last week, uh, but I am back, guys, and we'll be doing Welcome another episode back. next Tuesday. Don't forget, we are Absolute Comics, and the show is supported by your donations and your subs right here on Twitch. So if you enjoy the show, please consider giving us a subscription or consider going to our sponsor, uh, G Fuel, and use the code COMICS. And if you can't do either one of those and you want to see the show continue, then please consider visiting Comic Story and Comic Pop absolutely marvel in dc comic pop returns or ben and friends i've given you five options that for free you can support this channel <laughs> that's right uh, and that's pretty much it yeah uh, thank you guys so much we'll see you next week right here